Welcome to That Weekend Feeling with Darren Mann. That Weekend Feeling is brought to you by The Weekend Post and the Daily Dispatch Weekend Edition. For details on stories, go to heraldlive.co.za and dispatchlive.co.za. Joining us on that weekend feeling today, a legend of the cricketing game, the first black African to represent South Africa in the test arena amongst the many records that he holds, Makaya Antini. Thanks for joining us. How are you, Makaya? I'm very well, thank you, Adele. How are you doing? Very, very good. Now, you're in Port Elizabeth as part of the media team covering all the T20 Challenge action happening at St. George's Park this month. What have your general impressions been of the standard of play so far, Makaya? And I think there is a lot of talent around South Africa because in putting in a right manner. And then uh, the good thing about it, cricket has been something that has been uh, stopped for this area. And then bringing all these teams in one place and playing, you know, the T20 uh, challenge is actually a great deal, you know, for the Eastern Cape. And then it's the only safe part, you know, not to have the full capacity of the crowd. You know, it, it, we all know that uh, this place it's been well known, you know, of the band, people coming to see and watch the game. You know, but it's it, it gradually getting better. At least now we've got 1,500 people that they allow to come in. Um, I've been very impressed by all the new blood coming through in this T20 challenge so far and been particularly impressed by the standard of fielding. It's been been, uh, very good. And I think as well, you know, since the last year's one, uh, it was in Bloemfontein and and Kimberley. There was so much and many of mistakes, uh, you know, when it comes to fielding, a lot of uh, drop catches. I think if I can count together uh, in my mind, there were more than uh, 60 catches that were dropped, you know, um, uh, between all the teams that they were played. So seeing now that all of that has been less, you know, it, it gives us a, a, a sense of all the coaches, they identify those mistakes and then they, they are working on them. Can I take you back to your playing career and ask you to compare? What were you more nervous about? Your first ball ever bowled for the Proteus or your first commentary stint in the commentary box? No, most definitely. You know, the first cap that I received for Mount Cornier in Cape Town. And my 300 test uh, wicket here at St. George's against Pakistan. Your career included 10 wickets at Lords. Your name is up on the board there. If I asked you to pick out a highlight or two from your time as a player, would that be one of the big ones that stand out? You know, there's been so many. And then uh, I would say, yes, uh, it's one of them. You know, if you remember the record that I broke in uh, West Indies, picking up 13 wickets, you know, and, and then there's plenty of them uh, follow that. You know, but the milestones, and you're talking about being on the notice board in there, uh, I would say the best uh, ground ever uh, anybody would love to play, which is good. You know, yes, it does stand up as, as one of my favorites. And with the bat, Makaya, you didn't do much with it, but one of my favorite Makaya in teeny memories is the one run that you scored off the one delivery you faced <laughs> in the 4-3-8 against Australia at the Wanderers. Yeah, it was laughing across everyone. I think, you know, the whole South Africa was glued on the television when I walked down. And then I'm the last man, you know, to take a stand. You know, and then uh, being with uh, my fellow colleague as well and the, the teammate that I grew up with, you know, so it, it, it was one of the greatest things as well to be able to achieve that. Would you have liked to have scored a 50 or a 100 during your career or didn't it really matter? No, it didn't matter. The match job was to take wickets. 
And uh, it's also the job of your son. There's another generation of Antini bowlers coming through. You must be very proud. As a father, of course, you know, it's not many of us, you know, that actually um, their kids uh, have to follow their footsteps, you know, and when I say that, you know, Paul the one guy that I'm 100% of is Sean Pollock, because his family has played the game of cricket and then myself, you know, playing and then seeing my son uh, gradually uh, getting in, in better and better, you know, become the best cricketer as well, you know, so it's... It's one of those things that you, you are proud of that you can be able to correct when you're making a mistake and then being able, you know, being that father figure that is always there because wherever daddy plays, I'm there because of my, my job as well. And Makaya, does Tando have a specialist bowling coach or does he leave that to dad? How does that work? You know, it's, 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 it's something that everybody is always asking when I go out because they're all asking that, um, do I help him? Of course I do, because uh, I play the game, but I don't get involved, you know, when it comes to the coaching point of view, because he's got, you know, the, the teams that he plays for, the coaches that are there, they're looking after him. Only thing that he does, when he, he makes a mistake and then he cannot be able to tell the coaches how to fix it, and then he will call me and say, Dad, you know, what do you do in a certain situation like this? And then I can be able to tell him without you know, trying to uh, put it in a nicer way. Because as a father, you, you are really upfront, you know, with your children. You tell them what is wrong, what is wrong, what is right. You know, that's why I, I think he loves it the most because I'm not going to be, you know, uh, biased about it and then I'm going to tell him everything so he can be able to go back and fix it. Last question, Micaiah. The Proteas are over in New Zealand at the moment. Uh, New Zealand cricket has come on in leaps and bounds in recent seasons. What do you expect from the South Africans? I think South Africa themselves as well, they've come up on a very good series against India. I think their teams are up. You know, going to New Zealand, they want to achieve more. They want to, you know, uh, go back to that uh, uh, legacy that uh, we have left. You know, so they... They really want to do well. And then from my point of view, and then there's so many young creators that are there. And then I think if Victor Pitang is there, convener selector can be able, you know, to use those opportunity gaps. Because if you look at it, Pedersen is here. He didn't go. Quinton Peacock, he has left uh, test scenario. You know, so you've got two gaps that are there. And then with those youngsters, the, the likes of... Uh, Arena, and then you've got now the gap of Patterson. Uh, uh, so how even they will be able to select the team to fit you know, all of those uh, gaps? You know, so it's, it's an opportunity for those that are selected. And then I think for the South African point of view, it's a, it's a highlight of you know, how they can be able to go forward and, and have that group of 17 players that they can pick and choose if someone is not performing. Micaiah, thank you for joining us on that weekend feeling today. Have yourself a fantastic day, and I look forward to catching up with you in the commentary box again. I'll see you tomorrow, B. Happy Friday. That was That Weekend Feeling with Darren Mann.